0: Three, two one, one. Happy, Happy New year. year Happy New Year's everyone. New Year. Happy New, new year. year. New Year.
1: Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. It is now 2020. I it's know. Not only a new year, it's a new decade.
0: Yes, and with a new decade, it comes a fresh new chapter in the book. That is life.
1: Um, I love that. And this episode, you know, we every episode we talk about something that we're obsessed with. Yes. And this time around, yes, we do thoroughly enjoy New Year's Eve, the whole concept of New Year. But I think for this episode, the obsession is a little bit more around like always making strides to be the best version of ourselves. Right. Right? And self awareness and things like that. So we're going to cover a lot of topics this year, all having to do with how to, I guess, Mentally prepare yourself for the new year without sounding like the most annoying person on the planet.
0: Right, because I mean, you know, the the cliche is to talk about New Year's resolutions, but Ari and I have had long discussions about how we don't Ugh. we don't like resolutions. We They're think, so
1: annoying. Yeah, you are setting
0: yourself up for a for a failure. Right. Hate to break it to you, but we're gonna talk about um just forming new habits and forming very healthy routines in this episode. Um, Definitely.
1: And yeah, I can't say that I'm obsessed with any of those things because I don't do them. (laughs) So that is why this episode is slightly different in that we're going to dive a little deeper into the psychology of what it even means to form a habit and how you can actually stick to something. And I swear this is literally for me because I'm the worst at all of this. But I mean,
0: I have also learned a lot too by doing some research and hopefully all of you guys out there listening could also learn from this as well. Yeah,
1: we think it's going to be a lot more relatable than sitting here fucking telling you guys like what we want to do in the next six months. I want
0: to read more. Right.
1: (laughs) I think I just like really want to become like a micro-influencer. Like, shut up!
0: What's you, a micro-influencer? It's,
1: like, an influence that has under, I think, 50,000 followers. Oh,
0: so we're micro-influencers right now.
1: I mean, <laughs> mm, there has to be some kind of, like, range like there minimum? that we're not oh, okay. in. okay. <laughs>
0: All I heard was under 50,000, I was like, we're there! Uh, yeah, no.
1: Uh, it's probably, like, above... Uh, 10,000 I don't know but yeah we're not gonna be sitting here telling you like what we personally want to accomplish because I haven't even thought of any of those things because I don't do that
0: it's okay well we're gonna figure it out you don't need to figure that out right now you know it's a a lifelong process yes
1: and if I I swear to everything I love that if I hear someone else say new year new me I'm going to punch them in the face
0: what about new me new year
1: (laughs) 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 Jeff (laughs) I can't take Hmm. it like I'm all for people setting goals for themselves even though I don't do it for myself I'm happy you I guess want to accomplish some things that's very very nice but don't like Go parade around and say how you're so different than you were literally a day ago. <laughs>
0: or, like, for some people, a, an hour ago. An maybe. hour ago. Yeah.
1: Like, I just can't. I can't, I can't, I can't. Um. But, yeah, hopefully this episode is relatable for you guys and gives you some cool tips. Yes, love the tips. Um. Okay, so
0: let's talk about... That's <laughs> the tip. So, let's reflect on 2019. Okay. All right. So, what... Um, so I, I tasked you with a homework assignment. You did. Just I wanted you to think about some of the most positive habits that you formed <laughs> over the last year. So would you would you like to discuss that?
1: <laughs> oh gosh. So the saddest thing ever is that when Jeff asked me to come up with some of these positive habits, the first thing I thought of was there are none. Or there were none in 2019, which isn't true, Yeah, but that just goes to show like how horrible I think about myself and how I don't want, I mean, not to like, you know, be like creepy and down on myself, but like, that was literally my first thought. Like what positive, what good habit? And then when I, um, when Jeff shared a few of his with me, it was like literally doing home, like copying homework from someone I'm in class with because I needed to see his list to be inspired and remember some things that I've done in an entire year. And there
0: was a lot of crossover too. We we have have a lot of very similar habits that we formed. I think that becomes that, that comes from us living together as well. Very And just from being close too. Yeah,
1: for sure. And uh, yeah, so your list of good habits inspired my good habits, (laughs) but yeah, there actually was a, a good amount that I um, stuck to in 2019. If I, you know, I'm going to give myself a little credit here. But yeah, there were a few different things. Obviously, um, you know, keeping up with this podcast, which has been like one of the most fun things ever. You know, we do put a lot of work and effort into recording these for you guys we really um, do we, we always like, it's text. literally a second job it is like we, we're texting each other all the time like
0: oh wait we have an idea for a podcast wait maybe this could fit into our next episode how right. do we, how do we schedule it and yeah. you know
1: marketing on um across social media it is work for us but it's a lot more fun than it is work so. and it's a, it's a
0: positive habit yeah for you sure
1: know. so that's a habit you know Um, the, I've done keto multiple times over the last few years, and I, I always task myself for, like, a specific event, (laughs) like a wedding (laughs) or something, um, but I never, ever stray from that diet when I'm actually on it. Like, I go out to restaurants, and I don't have anything that is not keto, so I actually have a lot of willpower, and... Yeah, and
0: living with me, that's tough, because I'm, I have such a big sweet tooth, and, like, I'm always eating such horrible food that, like yeah, that, and you're like, like
1: obsessed with carbs oh, I yeah. love sugar you love carbs yeah. I mean which they're, they're the same thing but I mean, <laughs> but,
0: but, but like <laughs> I always when Ari's on keto I'll always offer her like like chocolate and like cookies and everything and i'm like ari i know you're on keto but i have this giant 10 foot cookie do you want it (laughs)
1: and i'm like a-okay not eating it i know and and i don't mind if i'm with someone drinking you know eating those cookies doing whatever they want like i'm happy you're living your life i'm not about to be that person that's going to go on one of the strictest diets and then like lose a social life So, I did that. You found a good balance. I was proud of you. Thank you. Um, uh, We did that six-week CrossFit challenge together. Yeah, we did CrossFit
0: together, and that was such a good habit that um, we both picked
1: up. We went about, like, three times a week. Yeah, we went three times a week, and because there was a monetary aspect to it, in that we paid a good amount of money to do this challenge, that is how I... Was able, I think, to do this. Well, weeks. me too. But also the two of us doing it together. I yeah. mean, anything you do with a buddy is just gonna make it so much more bearable. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about this too, because like a lot of the things that we
0: are mentioning, there has been some external factor that has been holding us accountable yes. for these these habits. Um, yep. But we'll, we'll kind of explain a little bit more about that in yeah. a little
1: bit. Yeah. And other than, you know, trying to be, you know, a little healthy and focus on fitness. Uh, at random points throughout the year, I also, um, you know, continued to to work on my other side hustle and passion, and that's acting and doing theater. Yeah, so I did that. I did two shows in twenty nineteen. They were
0: amazing. Thank
1: you. <laughs> and then something that I think is probably the most important for me and has been a work in progress for a very long time, uh, and still is, is. Beginning the process to prioritize myself and focus on self-care and saying no to plans and friends when I either like genuinely just don't feel like doing it or know that I should take time to myself. And it's very, very hard for me to do that. So, it's been a long time coming, and I feel like 2019, I did a good job of, like, actually getting the ball rolling with that. I
0: saw that, too. Yeah. And, and like, even with me, too. Like, you and I obviously love to hang out together, but I feel like we... We both have our own, like, side passions, too. And, like, we need to focus on those as individuals. So Mm -hmm. I would never make you feel bad for not being able to, like, hang out with me when I want to see you, which is all the time. Yeah, Uh
1: yeah, yeah. No, thank you for that. (laughs) Um, And I just thought another, I guess, habit was, like, sticking to my um, uh, travel uh, interest. Yeah. Oh my God. You've been everywhere and
0: taking me with you. So thank you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we've done pretty well in 2019. Um, but again, it was not easy for me to even come up with these five or six things. I really (laughs) had to dig deep to realize the positive aspects of, of, you know, and habit forming pieces of my life.
0: Well, I'm glad that um, by doing this podcast, you were able to realize how many positive habits you were able to develop back in 2019. Um, And for me too, like similarly, most of mine were (laughs) very similar to Aries, but another thing was like actually starting this podcast, it kind of got my creative juices flowing. And I used to produce a lot of like short films. Pretty much my whole life, so um, I'm actually getting back into filmmaking, and I'm releasing another movie this month, so I'm very excited about that, and um, kind of piggybacking off of what Ari said about focusing on self-care and like saying no to people, I've been definitely more communicative with friends and family regarding, like, how I'm feeling when it comes to, like, making plans. And, like, I'm just very honest. Well, I'm trying to be very honest with them about focusing on myself. And because I... I, There's been a time... There was a time in my life where I never focused on my own needs. Yeah. And now I'm slowly starting to realize that, like, it's detrimental to not put yourself at, like, a higher priority.
1: No, right. And I don't think we'll ever stray away from that and putting others before ourselves... Just because it was the kind of people we are, but even if we bring our own selves up to that same level, we'll be in a better place.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: and so that's you know I'm not expecting to completely change, and I and I don't think that's realistic for me. But again, even just thinking about myself, the same amount of time is is a huge win. So and you've you've been yeah you've been.
0: I've been trying. Yeah, but you've like, been trying. That's all so, you could do. But that kind of leads me to um, our next topic, which is our negative habits that we've, uh, I guess, developed or have been experiencing throughout 2019. Yeah. For me, I would say, because I've, I've experienced lately, actually, like a lot of anxiety and i I think I've kind of narrowed it down and I think it's because I've been overbooking myself with plans and I'm I'm really trying to figure out and like sift through everything and figure out why I am overbooking myself like a madman. Like, you know me. I don't have any free time. Yeah. Like, any free time I do have is probably going to be filled within minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And whether that's like meeting up with friends, like working out, like traveling, doing all this stuff. And a lot of it's most... Almost everything is good. These are all positive things, but I've just been, like, spreading myself too thin, feeling super anxious, and I am I find myself, like, literally sprinting from one place to another to, like, meet up with people so that people aren't, like, waiting on me or I'm not, like, ruining anyone else's plans by, like, delaying anything and... It's just been, it's been a lot. And I, yeah. I feel like, and I've talked to you a lot about this too.
1: I know, and it's hard too because I'm in such a similar situation and literally like grind my teeth at night because I'm so just anxious and stressed and, and literally don't even have a, a fucking moment to breathe. And... It's just really, really, really hard to break that. Yeah. And I don't, I think when you start to give yourself a little bit more credit and not look at it as like a habit you have to break, but just something that you're actively working on and you just need to adjust. Right. Then you feel just a tiny bit better about it. Because we're not going to, again, we're not going to change overnight. We're not going to suddenly stop saying yes and suddenly stop making a hundred million plans because we're just these kinds of people. Like, we always like to be busy, we always like to be around people we yeah, like, I... and and things like that, and so, and, and like you said, everything that you're doing is good and fun, it's just too much. Right. Um, so I think, for me at least, it's like, be a little bit more understanding with myself that yes, there are times of the year, specifically, where it really picks up, and you know what, that's fine, but at these other times of the year where I have a little bit more control over it, then, like, run with it. Like, if I have to stay in every Friday night because I wasn't able to for the last three months, then I'm going to do it.
0: And that's totally okay. And that's it. And I think for me, too, to kind of, like, resolve these issues, and for you and for anyone that's listening, like, it's okay to say no to plans if you just want to hang home by yourself. Or just, like, with you know, a partner or whatever, just like watching TV. Like you don't have to go to this like huge party that people are are inviting you to and like that's something that i have trouble doing because i feel like by saying no just because i want to just like sit down on a friday night on the couch and watch tv like i feel guilty almost for for saying no to plans right
1: like you think if you were honest about why you don't want to attend it's not a good enough excuse yeah and i completely understand that and something that i that i've really really been trying to do is when i say no be honest about why and not make an excuse yeah and And if my honesty is i don't want to go or i did and now i just had a stressful day and i really really rather just sit home and watch marvelous miss Maisel. (laughs) like if that's it i'm trying to be a lot more honest about it just being that yeah and like Cause like what, what am I gonna do? Like you have to deal with it, and that's like, better
0: than making an excuse, like exactly. some excuse that you're gonna have to remember to
1: keep up with, like, right? And then one, like, I can't post gonna... on Instagram because I said this to a friend, yeah. and they think I'm actually doing this. And instead. we've both
0: been there before. Everyone, yeah.
1: everyone, I know you guys listening. You've been in the same situation, and it's just a thing that people do because you feel bad. You feel like if you just don't want to do something, your friend's not gonna un- understand that. So you have to come up with a lie or an excuse or whatever, yeah. and it's just I honestly think it's just human nature, um but I'm actively trying to again if i'm if I end up deciding I'm not going to do something, just be honest about why, and you know some- and also knowing that, I don't try to make as strict of plans too far in advance because yeah. I can't account for how I'm going to feel that week that day. I know. So that's another kind of trick and thing that I've been following myself. Uh, just knowing myself that if I spread myself too thin and if I maybe want to change my mind, I have to leave myself time and room to do that.
0: Yeah. Kind of like what you said about not making plans too far in advance. So like January and February, are like starting to fill up for me and everything. So I had like things booked on the weekends. So I know that if someone else asks me to do something like on a, uh, the same weekend that something else is planned, I feel like I'm going to be honest with them. I'll be like, okay, I honestly have to see how that weekend is going going to unfold because then right off the bat, you're already committing to a lot for that specific weekend.
1: Right, right. And like, I've had friends say, you know, they want to take trips in the spring and things like that. And I know my spring is so busy with bridal showers bachelorettes weddings that there are literally four months that I have reserved in my brain for only those events and I'm not going on other trips I'm already telling people like we've been obviously discussing about the spring and summer and I'm like I can't. And and you know, and, and friends are trying to make plans for months in advance and I already know that those months are insane. So I'm saying no now.
0: And it but it's like it's hard for people to understand that because they're like, But Ari, it's so far in advance, like Right, and it's just one weekend. Like you're yeah. not
1: busy this exact weekend. And I'm like, Yes, but I have committed to X, Y, and Z and it's just gonna be time consuming, it's gonna it's gonna, you know, be physically and mentally draining. So no, I can't I can't go on another trip. I just yeah.
0: can't. And I, I feel like people listening to this might be like, oh my god, they're so like they have so many plans or whatever. <laughs> but it's kind of New York City culture yeah. because all of our friends live we all live in like a three to four mile radius of one another. So it's like it's easy to make spontaneous plans and everything, which is why our schedules get so booked very quickly. Right.
1: And and hello, look at the name of this podcast. Like Jeff and I have so many passions and interests outside of even hanging out with friends that we, we still dedicate time to do those. Yeah. And so, you know, if I have a show, a play that I'm in, like, I will have rehearsals every single day for weeks, months at a time. And that's what I love to do. So I'm going to dedicate time to yeah, do that. And, yeah. and then I'm just really, really busy then. So it's hard because, like you're saying, New York City culture, to just so easily make plans of friends or, you know, an or acquaintance anything, or, or a coworker worker yeah. anything last minute. Um, but there are also the other things that we actually do like to do. that In we, addition in to addition. all of yeah. So it's just there's no time in the world yeah. to do yeah, all of it.
0: Exactly. And, like, I actually had a friend who I, like, texted to hang, to hang out a few weeks ago. And they were saying how, like, they, well, one, they, they denied my request to hang out <laughs> because they said that I didn't, I wasn't putting enough effort into the friendship and that, and like, I was never available to hang out and or, or whatever. But this person, anytime I asked them to hang out when I was free, like, they'd be busy. And whenever they would ask me to hang out, I happened to be busy. And it really struck a chord with me because when they said that, I was like, oh my God, my busy schedule is like ruining my friendships but then another side is like it's a two-way street you know they were never available when i was available and like i was never available when they were available wait does
1: that make sense yeah no no one's available we get it (laughs) Um, no but you're totally right in that it's a two-way street but also a good friend. Wouldn't say that.
0: Yeah, I know. It took like me, like, a, a little genuine, while. Like, genuine...
1: I'm not saying don't be friends with this person. Yeah. I'm just saying a truly good friend should not make you feel bad or guilty for having your life. Exactly. And, like... Because you don't do that to that person. No, I would never do that. And,
0: and like, I've had friends, too, that when I would meet up with them, after not seeing them for, like, a year, two years, and all they would do is just, like, rep- reprimand me for not being around or whatever. And I'm like, all right, this is the first time we're seeing each other. Why can't we just enjoy this moment? Pick right. up where we left off. Why are you putting me down and criticizing me for being a terrible friend? Like that's not
1: gonna make me want to come back. Exactly. And then if you're thinking about okay, I only have a few free days, or I want, I really want to see this person, it's not gonna be that friend. No, because I don't feel like getting yelled at, and like exactly. that's actually that's actually happened, and that's really annoying. That would be the biggest turnoff for me. Like you know what? Fine, I'm not hanging out with you again.
0: Yeah, like Ari. If every time like during your busy schedule with like your rehearsals, and everything, every every time we did hang out, and I was like Ari, like. You're, you're never around anymore, like you're blah, so blah, blah,
1: blah. So busy. Yeah. yeah,
0: like you would, you probably wouldn't want to hang out with me. Right. I'd be they're... like,
1: I'm sorry that I like to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. And like, you are up there, but there are just things that have to get prioritized at certain times. You and... bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, Jeff. It's not you. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't, I, I would personally never say that to a friend, so I would hope that anyone I'm friends with wouldn't say that to me. That it it is what it is. Yes. You can't win them all. You can't. (laughs) And so, yeah, you know, just as important as it is to come up with, like, ideas and ways to create new habits for the new year, not resolutions, Um, (laughs) it is important, and this is why we talked about it for a good chunk of time, it is important to reflect on, like, maybe some of the things you could have worked on. Because you're not gonna get better at anything if you don't address that. No, it yeah, like yeah. You're yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um <laughs> always trying to make everyone around me so self aware. But yeah. So okay. So I really wanted to talk about this because it affects me directly and I and I totally know there are people that are listening right now that can relate to this. So I really want to do research and do this topic justice and figure out ways to help people create and form habits when they hate routine. I am one of these people.
0: (laughs) I know. Ari, I'm like a creature of habit and Ari's just a creature. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: absolutely love that. I'm just a creature. Like, it's so true. (laughs) But yeah, literally, like, I am the most annoying person because I always have so much to do and I like to plan and I like to organize. But when it comes to my own personal endeavors and habits and doing the same thing every day, I hate it. And we'll dive in a little bit deeper as to why I say I hate it and why I don't wanna do these things because there is an underlying reason. Um, but I just really wanted to provide everyone with some tips on how to do this if you're like me. But I was reading um, this great article on Medium and not mediums like medium.com and um <laughs> and this author i know i, was, I just got out, I was, I was just, like that sounds weird <laughs> um, and this au- it was about habit forming and uh something that this author said really struck with me and uh she said that if you have problems sticking to routines it's not because you're lazy or you have a lack of willpower it's because you're afraid of something or you don't believe in yourself and i was like I know, that's deep. Like, that's (laughs) deep. And I don't know if you guys listening thought we were going to go that deep, but you kind of have to. Um, Oh, we're getting deeper, though. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that really struck a chord with me because I was... It's something that I... I had thought previously but didn't like to dedicate a lot of time to thinking about it because I don't want to think about it. And I don't want to accept the fact that, yeah, maybe the reason I say I'm so bad at routines and shy away from them so much and just say, this is me, and this is crazy Ari who always has something new going so on. So spontaneous. And, oh my god, she's such a free spirit, is because I actually am scared to possibly stick, try to stick to that routine and not get the results I want. Or... Um, I just don't believe that I can actually do it. And that is just the truth of it. It you, really is. Did you know this prior to like doing this research? I, yeah, I like in specific like aspects of my life, not with habit forming. Right. But like trying to go for something, I would make excuses as to why I couldn't do that. Um, and it was the most ridiculous thing, like, oh, oh God, I won't have time in my day to make it there. So I'm just not going to go. Or like an acting audition, like, you know, oh, the show are these dates in a few months. Like, mm, I kind of can't really make one of the nights. so I'm just not going to audition at all. So just things like that. And the underlying issue there is that I am scared and or I don't think I'd be good enough anyway, so why would I try?
0: So, you, yeah, you, like, in a way, you, you fear, like, rejection, you fear failure, mm-hmm. which are, I think those are all underlying fears that every single human has. So For sure. So, I think it's incredible that you are actually acknowledging this and that you recognize it, because I think most people that fall under the same distaste in routines, um they don't realize that this is the underlying reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, but it again, you have to actively be trying to figure this out. So that's why it's important to, like, know why you do the things you do or at least understand it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it is true for me, unfortunately. <laughs> again, like Jeff said, everyone experiences this in some way. For me, it really affects my efforts in trying to form these habits, which just sucks, which is why... I freaking hate New Year's re- resolutions. But <laughs> something that I'm going to try and keep quick um, that I found really, really interesting uh, that everyone listening should look into at some point, it's a concept created by this psychologist and author. She's a bestseller. One of her books is, like, Oprah's favorite book. I don't know. You know, Oprah talked about Oprah's books. favorite things. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't watch Oprah. Um, Sorry, don't kill me. She's great, but... <laughs> But um, this woman, Gretchen Rubin, she came up with this concept of of tendencies and she has four of them. She wrote a book on it. And the whole idea is how do you respond to expectations? Um, because we all obviously face what she calls outer expectations, which is like a work deadline. And inner expectations which could be, like, a New Year's resolution.
0: Like something more, like, personal to Personal,
1: exactly. And she came up with four groupings and tendencies for how someone approaches both of these. And she thinks that, whatever, she... You could read her fucking book if you want. <laughs> Just take the quiz. We'll put the link. Um, <laughs> really hope Gretchen doesn't find this podcast up.
0: too busy to explain.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have a million things going on in my brain. Um, no, but yeah. So she basically thinks that most people fall into one of the four different categories. And that is how you're most likely to form and build a habit um and i guess i'll just quickly say what they are they're only four um uh you could either be an upholder a questioner an obliger or a rebel so the whole idea and why i even got into this was again to figure out why i'm so bad at forming a habit um and she thinks that if you do your due diligence and read about these tendencies and try to figure out what your tendency is, you can then understand what motivates you best and what makes you stay accountable and how you develop these habits. So then you can come up with a way to actually stick to them so I was like, oh, fuck, you know me, my personality quizzes, yep. need to find out who I am. <laughs> I'm like, which tendency am I? Um, took the quiz, found out I'm an obliger, whoop-dee-doo, wasn't I also, surprising. I also took the same quiz and I got obliger as well. Yeah, which also wasn't surprising. I was answering no. the questions and I'm like, Jeff is the same. <laughs> so basically for us and anyone listening that thinks they're similar to us, um, is we have no problem meeting outer expectations.
0: Which means that something external is holding us accountable, whether it's a, a deadline. If um, like, another person
1: we committed to making plans, Yeah, you paid
0: for a, like a fitness class. Like yep. you, that, that monetary accountability is, is keeping you committed to that class.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we have no problem meeting those expectations, but we struggle to meet expectations that we impose on ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Obviously, if we're trying to always do something for someone else in in some capacity, then really we don't have the time or the energy to try and and fulfill something for ourselves. Right, and
0: that's what we were saying before when we were talking about the positive habits that we did build in 2019. A lot of them were because we had those outer forces holding us accountable. Um, Like you said, keto, you said that you were doing it because you wanted to lose weight for a wedding. Like, that hard deadline was holding you accountable. You weren't doing it just for some lifelong, sustainable habit.
1: just because I wanted to be healthy or anything. I was literally doing it so I would look good in pictures. Right,
0: and like, um, if any of you out there listening, if you think of any good habit that you have, are you doing it for yourself or are you doing it because some some other factor is is playing a role in that. Yeah,
1: some external factor. But, but
0: that's not a bad thing. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, like, 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 But,
1: but the, the whole point of this and reading about these tendencies is to understand how you can actually achieve and form a habit. And if you're an obliger like Jeff and I, that's fine if you respond to external stimuli and expectations. Then you just have to phrase and think about every habit in that way right so if for example you do want to lose weight if that's one of your goals and you're an obliger you it would make sense for you to pay for a personal trainer yeah even just get a personal trainer because now you have someone else holding you accountable and you know that you will go to any uh extent is that right yeah you will you will Make go to, sure, go go to, to any length. Length. You will go, go to, to great lengths. lengths to make sure that you do it because you won't let your personal trainer down. But at the end of the day, you're still going to get the results that you want. But you you need that extra person and that extra um, you know kind of monetary piece of it to hold you accountable. Yeah, because
0: that's a that's that's a double whammy. Because you it got is. you have the personal trainer that you that book that dedicated that time slot for you and you're also paying for it. So, if like, for me, I used to wake up at 5 a.m. to meet with my personal trainer because I was paying a shit ton of money and also I didn't want to bail on her, (laughs) you know? For
1: sure. Like, the healthiest I've ever been in my life and when I've looked the best has been a result of me either doing some kind of challenge that I paid for and I'm like, I'm going to do this because I have to check in weekly. I paid a lot of money for it. Um, and I got this like crazy gym membership so I could be able to do this one thing. So I'm going to do it. Um, or, you know, I did like a CrossFit challenge, all things that I've like paid for that I've done with you. I don't want to let you down. I don't want the guy that runs the fucking challenge to think (laughs) I'm like incapable of doing anything. So I'm like, oh my God, I have to go and I have to get better. (laughs) Right. I know. Jesus. I like gained weight. Um, (laughs) but yeah, so again it there's nothing wrong with being like that it's just understanding that you are that way so then you specifically go down this route with trying to form habits
0: i think being an an obliger is kind of expensive because it is for me like knowing that i'm paying for something like i'm going to do it
1: (laughs) it's so true and it's like also funny too because it it also, it, it works with, like, even activities that you want to do, right? Like, getting healthy isn't, like, anything that someone, like, genuinely loves, unless unless that's your lifestyle. If it's not, you're not like, I want to get healthy for fun. Like, <laughs> you're probably like, I'm not, and it's obvious, so I should be getting healthy. Um, but obligers uh, even, like, have to have some kind of external thing Um, keeping them on track with activities they want to do. Honestly, like I have said, I want to um, read more books. I literally joined a book club with my friends to hold me accountable to do something I want to do. And like, I love to go to the movies and I want to go see even more. So I pay for the AMC Stubs Monthly. Because I have to be held accountable to actually go see fucking Uh, movies. Are you still paying for that? Yeah, I am. I cancel mine. (laughs) Yeah, no, You have to call to cancel. I'm like, I just don't. It's ridiculous. Um, so, but like, that's crazy, but I understand I'm this person, so I just need to do these things more and know that about myself, but I do have a good tip for, again, people that don't like routine, um, with air quotes, uh. And something that I read that I have not done, guys, but I very much plan to do it, at some point soon. No, I'm kidding. I'm I'm gonna do it this week. I promise. Um, I'm also a procrastinator. I saw you think about that. You were like, mm,
0: I'm too busy. No, no, no.
1: I'm gonna do it. But I read that a really good idea. I mean, not a really good um, task is to write down everything you do daily. Literally from brushing your teeth to going to the same coffee shop every morning to leaving the same time for work, anything that you do either every day or multiple times a week, write it all down. And you will realize that you actually do have routines that you follow. So it's not that you're not a routine follower or you're incapable of having this habit and actually, you know, pursuing it and following a routine. It's that there are specific things and specific routines that you've convinced yourself you can't do because you're either scared, think you can't do it, or, you know, just whatever. Or,
0: or you need something to hold you accountable. Exactly. Something external. So
1: it just, I, I think that'll help kind of empower you to reframe your thought process and this whole concept of you not being able to follow a routine just because you're that kind of person. But that's not true. There's definitely some things that you do every day that you don't think of as routines, but they are. You can even think of
0: breathing as a routine. There you go. It's a start. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I kept myself alive every day. That's a good habit. It's a good <laughs> habit, guys. It's a It's a great one. So that's just a tip that I one of the few tips no one of the many tips (laughs) there are only only a few tips (laughs) one of the many tips that i have discovered that i actually plan on trying so trust me it's probably one you should do too wait um ari i have a few tips that
0: i want to add as well yes adam okay so i read this on um, jamesclear.com um and so
1: like a famous person i
0: have no idea (laughs) Uh, I don't know what his credentials are I don't know if these are good don't to follow I don't know him anyway (laughs) so these are a few tips um, not necessarily if you are or aren't a routine person but these are just a few tips that um, that you could follow in order to create a good habit so this is perfect for going into a new year so one of them that I it took me a little while to like think about but one of them was set schedules not deadlines and if you think about it um, if you set a deadline and don't accomplish a certain thing by that deadline, obviously, like, work deadlines and, like, certain deadlines are important and and could be detrimental if you don't reach it. But, um, a weight loss, for example. If you don't reach... If you don't lose 10 pounds by, like, February 30th or whatever, then you're gonna feel discouraged and you're gonna feel like you didn't accomplish anything and then that's gonna... That's what's gonna throw you off track. Yeah. But if you set schedules and say, okay, every... Every day, I'm going to do thirty minutes of physical activity, and you're you're kind of heading towards that goal, but without any specific uh, endpoint, then that's what's going to set you up for a lifetime of a of of a sustainable healthy habit. Yeah, um,
1: I think that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I think a, a good example of that is um, one of my like best friends growing up um, and now she had this uh, dramatic weight loss and she said that it took her about 13 years from the point she realized that she needed to lose weight to like where she is now which is like a healthy weight where she feels confident and she didn't set any deadlines she said it took 13 years but she every single day was moving in the right direction sometimes she would have to take two steps back to go one step forward yeah but that just goes to show that like with perseverance. And by just like creating a sustainable habit, that's what's going to lead to success and to a healthy lifelong um, routine.
1: I love that. And I think, you know, that that's partially why I kind of can't stand the concept of like a new year's resolution, because sure, you could write a list of some, some goals you can actually achieve in a year. But a lot of the things that people come up with as a resolution is not going to happen in a year. It's just not. Exactly. You'll you'll start it, but then by the end of the year, if you didn't meet that deadline, if you didn't meet that exact goal... If you haven't
0: forgotten about it. Right, personally. if you haven't forgotten yeah. about
1: it, if you're one of those people, um, then you're going to only focus on the fact that you didn't meet that, and you're going to ignore all of the great work you've done, the progress you've made throughout the year. So I think it's important to... You obviously figure out what it is you actually wanna achieve and why you wanna achieve it, but also understand that like it's not realistic for a lot of these larger goals for it to happen in just a year. In six months, in a year, whatever. It takes time to build to build that and actually form that habit. Exactly. And it's just yeah, I I like what Jeff said very much about the scheduling and not focusing on the deadline piece specifically because for me I, when I don't reach something, I'm so hard on myself, and I completely ignore all the steps, the great steps that I took to even get there. Yeah. Like, they're out of my brain. Forgot about them. Right. I did nothing in my eyes.
0: As as Miley Cyrus once said, it's all about the climb. So it's not, (laughs) it's not about how you get to a certain destination. It's not about how long it takes you. It's about the progress and the process that you go through in order to reach that.
1: Yeah, I love that. And something I learned at Oktoberfest (laughs) in Germany. (laughs) Sorry. I (laughs) I mean, I like was joking but it actually could maybe apply to this. (laughs) Um, Something I heard at Oktoberfest in Germany from a guy from New Zealand was it's not a sprint it's a marathon. Yeah. (laughs) I was like... You know what? You're right. I shouldn't have four Steins in an hour because I'm I'm planning to stay here all day. Yeah. So let me pace myself and then meet my goal of, what, being very drunk in Germany? Exactly.
0: Yeah, but you don't want to, like, pass out before noon.
1: That's pretty much it. Exactly. That's where I lost the whole day. Exactly. So it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, guys. Yes. Okay that um, really i have no idea if this pertains to this at all i just really want. To no, it that does story. that's so true. i just really wanted to stress the fact that i've been to oktoberfest in germany <laughs> guys like i'm actually really cool <laughs> <laughs> um moving on oh so- god i forgot you had so many more i know
0: well, I, have, oh. I have two more no, you guys just- <laughs> one of them i'm going to elaborate on a little bit more but i'll, I'll make it interesting hopefully. because you can learn from this um so another tip is that there's, like, a never-miss-twice motto that you should live by, and this is actually kind of interesting, and I'm just going to apply it to when Ari and I did CrossFit, um, and the this entails, like, if you miss something once, fine, forgive yourself, like, if we miss a CrossFit class once a week, great, that's okay, but if we miss it twice, then that's when you start to fall off track, you're like, okay, I already missed it twice, now I can miss it three times, and then three becomes four, so... If you Mm -hmm. allow yourself to miss something once, just make sure that you do it the second time. So you don't miss it a second time.
1: Yeah, I really, really like that because I know the exact feeling. I would do that during that challenge. Yeah. Like we were supposed to go part of the challenge was that we went three times a week to CrossFit. Which for listeners, maybe that's not even a lot for you guys. But for someone like me not the working out bit, the fact that I have to do the same thing three times a week (laughs) drove me insane. And I would miss it once. Be like, okay fine. Then I would miss it again. And then I was like, well, now the whole week is shot why would i even go once why would i go do crossfit once this whole week i'm just not gonna go at all and i'm also gonna use you as an example too <laughs> it's per- guys it's <laughs> perfect you know what i'm gonna this is like self-growth it's Yeah. fine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep no, but,
0: but with like your keto diet like oh I yeah remember, so That's Ari, so when ari's on keto yes she's very strict but she would have like a cheat meal like if someone was visiting and then instead of just going back into a keto diet, she's like she will have another cheat meal, and then once you have two cheat meals, then the whole weekend is. Oh all yeah, off then clinic. I'm off keto for four months. <laughs> yeah, literally. So it's like the same thing. It but again, you just thing. need to be like forgiving. Like I'm not, I'm not into like diet culture or anything, but I, we're just kind of using diet as as the perfect example because for most people, like as a resolution, it is diet and exercise, which is why we're using that as an example. Exactly. Um, but one of the the, the last tip I'm gonna uh, um talk about is. Um, it's actually change your identity. And I know that kind of... Become
1: someone else completely. (laughs) Guys, if you need to borrow a wig, come over. We have a bunch of them hanging on our wall.
0: So by change your identity, you need to think about habits as being who you are. Like you're only as good as your habits. So if you want to be, you know, the best version of yourself, you obviously need to develop good habits. So while you're not... Necessarily becoming a different person, you're just coming becoming like a better version of yourself. So there are three layers that you kind of must like chip away at in order to develop a sustainable habit and find your your new identity in a sense. So the the outermost layer, which is the thinnest, is like the outcome. It's being very outcome oriented. So I'm going to use weight loss for an example. Like I want to lose ten pounds. Great, that's the outcome. But what does? How do you even achieve that? So then you go to the second layer. Which is processes. So those are the processes and like systems that you must take and experience in order to achieve that outcome. But those are still very shallow, like not super sustainable. The mo- the deepest layer, which is the third layer, is to change your identity. So and that is more of a mental game, yeah. where um you need to truly believe that you are going to be this new person that it, it has this lifelong. Positive habit and like positive routine, um and it, it's kind of like I want to say it's like fake until you make it. It's like you want you tell yourself that you are going to be this healthier, physically, mentally, you know, whatever person, and then from there, that's when you're going to develop that that long term um habit.
1: Yeah, I does that make sense? Yes, it makes complete sense, and I have so many thoughts about this. Um, I agree with it. I think it's like actually really funny about the whole identity bit, because that's, that's how I think about um, like habit forming and goal getters and things like that. I have in my brain, this idea of a person that is a goal getter. They have like a dream board. They have like post-it notes everywhere of, and, and you know, little sayings and things to get them through and push them. And I am, like, so not that person. Like, I'm so far from that person. Um, And it's just funny because I can easily become someone like that if I just change my mindset a little bit. And if I don't think of them as, like crazy, like almost like, like annoying like O C D like overly like, scheduled. And I know so many people like this and I and I'm really good friends with them and I don't think that they're actually annoying people. I just think this whole like concept of like goal-getting and, like, pushing yourself and, like, reminding yourself, like, why you deserve it and how you can do it is just, like, not how I talk to myself. But that's not a reflection on that person. That's a reflection on me. Yeah. And I should be doing things like that. And that's the only way I'm actually going to get what I want.
0: Well, it's... It's not necessarily that you should be, like, there's one specific way no. to do this. But it's, if that's, like, what you want to be, then that's, you know, like, there's there's no real, like, standard for, like, what's right and what's wrong in this case. But, like, if that's someone that you do want to be, then, like, yes, then maybe you can start thinking of yourself in more of, like, a positive light. Because you were just saying before how you look back at 2019 and you were like, I didn't do one positive, like, <laughs> I know, habit or whatever. Terrible. So, um, by changing your no, yeah. mindset, like kind of like what, yeah, like what you're saying, that's like, that's how you're going to be the person that you want to be, even though I think you were perfect inside and out. (laughs) Thank you, Jeff.
1: But yeah, no, I, I I know. And, and I, and I understand mm -hmm. what you're saying that it's like, there's no right, one right way to achieve a goal to, you know, form a habit. But there really are all of these steps involved in getting there that I just associate with a type of person that I am not. right? Like, uh, you know, someone who is anal, someone who's, like, very dedicated, someone who, like, really focuses on, like, self-growth and all of those things, which are all great. I do that in very different ways. But I I know that no matter what that person looks like or how they live their lives, it's a lot of work to be able to actually achieve one. So, again, my subconscious is like, well, just don't do it. Don't attempt. (laughs) Right? Like, just don't are you gonna be that person that has like a huge schedule of like all the things she has to hit to be able to reach that goal i can be that person but because i think that's like not me at all it's very hard for me to to even envision that
0: exactly so that's where but that's to start. changing
1: my identity yeah i know
0: yeah and again we we use the the term identity kind of like loosely like we don't want you to be anyone other than yourself
1: no of course but that
0: makes sense yeah like you need to see like the root at like the root of the the issue is like what is preventing you from achieving a specific goal, and like once you understand that, like you kind of just discover, like yeah, I literally just
1: had an epiphany, and
0: like for me too is like, um, it's just learning just to like say no, I guess, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. Um, but no, that's
0: that's how you like you go through those layers of like of and reaching the outcome, which is being whoever you want to be and like achieving whatever goal you want.
1: Yeah. Guys, so get ready for like my new blog, my new Instagram, all about um personal growth. And actually, I think I might just become a life coach.
0: You should a micro influencer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a micro influencer slash life coach slash. You can like look up my certificate somewhere, even though you can't actually be a certified life coach. I love when people write. Can that.
0: you not be a certified life coach? No. Are you sure?
1: I'm like ninety nine percent sure. Mm. Mm. Well, I also
0: never even like looked into it. So I have no idea.
1: <laughs> I'm looking. I love it. It's like I a like, self-proclaimed
0: title. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Let's see. Oh my god, there are like all these certificates on like how to become a life coach. How do you get a certificate in helping people?
0: I when I was in Italy back in high school, I did get a certificate for
1: being like a certified Spartan. <laughs> so <laughs> You know what, guys? Apparently you actually can get a certificate in, in life coaching. Um, So just wait. I'm gonna do this class right now. I'm gonna pay 50 bucks and tomorrow I'll be a certified life coach. So just, again, wait for the Instagram. And that's good
0: because that $50 is gonna hold you accountable for actually reaching that. Although, yeah. I did pay for a $5 bartending um license and I didn't like, a <laughs> $5. course. $5? It was a Groupon and I took <laughs> and I like, started taking the course and then I just, like, forgot about it and the Course expired, but I think th- I don't think the five dollars was enough money to keep me same engaged. You same, know?
1: I actually wait, I got a five dollar Groupon class for event planning when I like wanted to be an event planner yes, for a I hot remember minute that. remember that, yeah. um, and didn't even start the course because five dollars isn't enough for me to actually do it exactly.
0: But if it was like a thousand dollars, you're like, oh, you'd be an event yeah, planner right I'd be now. Like, oh god, I have
1: my own fucking business, yeah. um, but yeah, so anyway, guys, we this is a little bit of a longer episode than. Um we've been doing but I think that's good it's the beginning of the decade it's begin- the beginning of the year we actually you know like didn't joke around as much like there's some serious things that we are capable of talking and about
0: I think we both yeah we both learned a lot yeah and it was cathartic
1: yeah. and I just had a million epiphanies yeah. throughout this entire episode I <laughs> eyes just kept like widening throughout this whole episode I was like wait like, oh that's me oh my god so um, we hope you were, re- were able to uh, learn something if you related that's fine again we're all works in progress but hopefully you have some um awesome tips and tricks on how to uh get through this and form some habits yeah yes uh sorry my, my friend is calling us right now hey roxy
0: wait are you, yes you're outside okay all right i'll be right i'll be right down to bunch you in um oh yeah ring the bell in five seconds
1: okay so our Our friend just called because, of course, here we are making a million different plans, um, inviting people over when we know we have to record this podcast and they're outside. So I'm going to wrap up the episode because Jeff is buzzing our friends in right now. Um, Again, hope you guys learned something. Hope you enjoyed it. Please let us know your thoughts and if you have any fun tips. Um, And here is to 2020. Um, You're still the same person, but you're going to be a better version of you. And... That is that. I don't really think I have anything else to say other than follow us. And if you use iTunes, like... Okay, fine. Maybe don't go screen that from rooftops, but definitely leave us a review. Please. It's so important. Um, and follow us on Spotify and Instagram. And uh, we love you guys. You know, all 30 of you that are actually our friends. Um, but yes. Okay. Wow. Can I ever shut up? Thanks, guys. Bye.